Flocka is a uh, synthesized drug. Makes you feel incredibly uh, energetic, but angry, paranoid, uh, even murderously angry. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. It's the Thinking Man's PCP. Now, I hope you had a happy and fun 4th of July. News whore, Mandy Statmiller, and myself went to see the fireworks show from what was probably the best possible vantage point, courtesy of our friends at the NYPD. The prime viewing spot for the fireworks supposed to be at 34th Street on the, uh, the FDR. Well, it was closed for the day, so people get up there, they start packing in during the midday heat just to shoulder up and get a spot where they could. Well, those were people who unfortunately didn't know anybody. See, we showed up around 820. Uniformed officers uh, protected the whole area, several blocks west of the river along the 2nd Avenue. We were allowed uh, through by officers, made ourselves comfortable along the very rail of the East River Esplanade which is on the ground below that coveted spot, but about 50, maybe 100 feet closer to the river, so we made ourselves really comfortable there. Spacious barricade areas are for citizens of the First Order, which is, I'm sorry, not sorry, what we are. And uh, we watched a 25-minute show in the company of Commissioner O'Neill and his family, many other very important people who members of the NYPD wish to recognize as residents of New York who contribute in a significant way towards the ever-evolving masterwork of the Western world that is the modern equivalent of the capital of the Roman Empire, Rome itself. So I brought Mandy as my plus one. And I, by the way, I just want to say at the top, wish to express on behalf of wife myself sincere thanks to the NYPD for the special treatment that we've both always known we deserved, but have so often been grievously deprived. Joining me now, Jeff Katzman. Hello. How's it going, man? You're special too, you know. Uh, which way? You deserve <laughs> <laughs> Seven partygoers, five men, two women, around 11.30 p.m. at 116th and Manhattan Avenue, sprayed with bullets by a gunman as they left a gathering in Morningside Park. Meanwhile, in Queens, around 2.30 a.m., 70th Street and 47th Avenue, a girl of 17 found unconscious wearing only underwear, the rest of her clothing scattered on the ground. Rarely does a description of a crime scene so closely match the terms of my refined porn search. <laughs> oh. The girl told police she'd been sexually assaulted after she left a party drunk. So that's seven people shot, one sexually assaulted as they were leaving parties. Partying could be fun, but when things die down a little, it's time to bail, right? Wrong. This is Pat Dixon from the New York City Crime Report encouraging you to hang out late for safety. Don't be a victim. If you're at a party, stay there. Don't leave the party until the lurking predators of the night have either gone home or found other victims. Every year, tens of millions of people unknowingly increase their chances of being a victim of post-party crime by leaving the party. You can do your part to prevent these crimes by following one simple rule. Stay. When the hosts of the party are yawning, looking at their watches, order a pizza. Stay. If they say they're going to bed, lock yourself in the bathroom. Stay. And don't let the host of the next party you attend force you into harm's way. Hang out late for safety. And kids, remember, it's better to break your curfew than to let your curfew break you. Hang out late for safety. Now, I want to talk about a rape. Jeff, uh, yes. rape is always an interesting topic. And I also want to bring in our other guest here who's sitting here, uh, Jacob uh, Wilman, right? Wyman. Wyman. Yeah. He's from Sweden. Yeah. He's Hi. a fan from Sweden. I can't believe you're here. Uh, it seems crazy. Like, but yeah, it, it's uh, a long way to Sweden. And uh, I didn't know that he had a, a wife with American roots. Yeah. 
Where is she? That she from is Buffalo. in Buffalo, yeah. yeah. At the time, she's uh, spending uh, spending it with uh, her family okay. up there. Yeah. Like her, her mom came over from Sweden. They live in Sweden. And uh, so they're just spending, hanging out, just quality time with the family. Oh, wait. So her, her, wait, your, her parents came, moved from Sweden to Buffalo. No, the other way around. Like, her mom is from Buffalo, and then she... Oh, now they're in Sweden. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Why Sweden? Why do they choose to want to go there? Love, of course. Oh, love. Yeah. They found love in... Oh, they knew love is in Sweden. Yeah. Nowhere else. No, so her mom came to Sweden <laughs> because she met a guy. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, that's and nice. th- And then she fell in love... A uh, daughter fell in love with a Swede as well. Yeah. And now you guys got this whole, like, cross-ocean... Uh, Buffalo-Sweden exchange. Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, <wow. laughs> well, you know, it, it struck me that you've been to the United States a number of times, right? Yes. And you've been to Buffalo three times. Yeah, something times. like that, yeah. And this is your first time coming to New York City. It is. It's my <laughs> first day. Most people don't visit. I'm going to get my fill of Buffalo, because you can't see it in one trip. Uh, no. You know, you're not going to make repeated trips, so you see the whole Buffalo, you know, the whole everything in Buffalo. Uh, isn't it pretty much eat at Anchors and you're done? Eat at I guess. Or Duff's. Or oh, oh, is that the other one? Yeah, I guess it's like a beef in between them or something. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a that's with, a wing place. With right? who invented the wings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I've uh, only had Duff, so but oh I my god, for the other so go go to Anchors. I, my yeah. god, I, I've been there. Those things are fucking huge yeah. and oh, delicious. Yeah. You know how that got started? There was some lady who's uh, like uh, in a household or whatever, and the boys come in and they're hungry. You know how it is. So she had to cook something up. And she had these cheap ass, you know, in scraps. They used to throw them away. Right, Chicken right. wings. Well, they cooked them up. She made some kind of sauce out of butter and hot sauce. And there you go. Buffalo wings were born. Mm. Mm. And I'm getting hungry, actually. Yeah, yeah. me too. I was thinking about, about the Hooters sauce. Day. Did you guys go to uh, Boca last night? You no, and the, uh, we didn't. No. no. I'm, I, I knew you weren't going to. No, we there was, it was something the, called sweet chicken something. Chicken. I can't remember. Sweet was, chicken. Sweet waffles chicken. Waffles and, and chicken. Waffles and sweet chicken. Oh, I bet that was time. delicious. It was, it was, it was good. Yeah. yeah. It, it can't go wrong. Here chicken. in New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waffles and sweet chicken. Been here your whole life. Never heard of this place. Waffles and sweet chicken? It just opened up? or uh, I have no idea. It's that's my what it's second called? day here. I have no idea. <laughs> it's funny how that works, right? I like that sweet chicken. Uh, police are investigating an alleged Midtown rape performed by a wily Midtown rapist who allegedly successfully raped a 25-year-old woman in Midtown. The woman says she was leaving Penn Station around 3.30 a.m. when a man offered her cocaine. Oh. There are some people who might call this a fork in the road. You walk out of Penn Station, a man offers you cocaine. Choose your own adventure. Now, the poster reports the story very well, and we're going to talk about coverage of this very brief rape story. Now, it gives you the facts. This is a woman uh, says she was leaving Penn Station around 3.30 a.m. A man offered her cocaine. He then led her to a courtyard, that's important, on 28th Street and 8th Avenue and raped her. She fled and called the cops. Oh, my poor girl raped in Midtown. Now, uh, there's a weird kind of demand that's placed on anyone who consumes crime news, particularly sex crimes. I understand the broad need not to blame victims of sex crimes, and that's valid. A victim's a victim, on the other hand. They, uh, one of the most sacred principles in the American uh, criminal justice system holds a defendant's innocent until proven guilty, correct? Yes. So now, even if officers, officers decide that there's probable cause for an arrest, our presumption has to be the accused rapist is innocent until investigators and the alleged victim, they can produce enough evidence for a DA to seek an indictment from a grand jury, and it goes from there. So in court, 
There's a legal process to protect the accused as well as the accuser. Meanwhile, if a guy is accused of rape socially, he's generally considered a rapist from the moment the accusation comes out of the woman's mouth. Now, most of us don't hear about the circumstances surrounding the accusation through detailed legal analysis and qualified defense attorneys, DAs, and, you know, with all the facts available and all that kind of, they don't go that deep into it. Most people, they, they don't think in terms of the law. We react to information, whether or not it's truly accurate or complete. Most people will let their emotions be their guide, which in theory is fine because they're not the ones deciding the case, but more importantly, they're not on trial. And that's where the media comes in. As a market-driven enterprise, news media has one goal. And that's the same as every market-driven thing. They want to make money. So if we've learned nothing else from our ongoing reporting of crime in New York City, we've learned that a story can be truthfully told in a variety of ways. Take the daily news. Certain facts uh, in their crime and court reporting, they're downplayed or left out altogether. And these are usually facts that would tend to reduce sympathy and identification for the alleged victim, right? Now, the Daily News and the Post will both involve a lot of information, which is factual, but not necessarily relevant. Like if a guy is in his 90s, he gets beaten up and sells more papers and gets more clicks than like if a 50-year-old guy gets beaten up exactly the same way or even worse, or if it's just a generic old man. So that information is front and center, probably in the headline, because now our emotions take over because a poor 95-year-old man was beaten up and we want to read this story. But here's the problem. Human nature, our minds automatically make connections and attempts to understand the world, categorize everything, make sense out of it all, so we make sometimes unconsciously uh, illogical deductions because of the information we have versus what we don't know. So now there's this guy, 95 years old, and we're now thinking emotionally about the crime. The skip in logic goes, well, the guy attacked the old man, you know, he probably didn't even know his age. How could he? You know, but people in their 90s, they don't wear signs saying, I'm 90 something. So the guy might have approached him from behind, it's just like some old and defenseless, right? Yeah, the 90-year-old doesn't know his age as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, uh, and, and so, you know, in our minds, though, we tend to attach that knowledge to the attacker because that's what the paper said he did. He attacked a 95-year-old. That's what he meant to do. At best, he's indifferent. And at worst, there's a causation kind of thing. Like he has a he does he hates old people in their nineties. So Senate News always ratchets up the drama using words like heartless and cruel. Mm. You know what I mean? When uh, when more appropriate words might be opportunistic <laughs> and lazy. Could have been an old Nazi something like a Nazi hunter. You know what Fuck I mean? Knows exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Maybe the, maybe the guy with Nuremberg uh, passed him by and shit, and yeah, he's, the, somehow he's squeezed through the cracks. Looking for the missing Nazi gold. Uh, the, what's the train of gold? Could be Hitler right there. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. Up, you know, right, right. How old would Hitler be? Uh, in his hundred, hundred something, probably. He said uh, he's alive. That he left to Argentina, then got married, died somewhere around nineteen six in the nineteen. No, wait, I remember. Now, he got killed by SEAL Team 6, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, when they took down Osama. Now, in many ways, uh, I think, okay, now, they, there's a lot of ways to imply uh, to the consumer and, uh, and, and you know, in, to whatever degree they want to, uh, they can imply guilt. They can yeah. create the presumption of guilt. And that's always the best thing to do because, like, people would rather hear about a rape that happened than a rape that didn't happen. And that's why everybody loved that Cosby story so much. We well, wanted yeah. him to be guilty. Didn't want him to... And, but nobody read the actual... You know, it's like you just start throwing numbers out. Oh, there's another one, another one, another one. And, and yeah. at first, you might pay attention to maybe the second one, third one. After that, you're just like uh, four or five, six. Yeah, you can't read all their stories. Yeah, but some of them. But you can, and that one well, issue of that magazine 
that has all their pictures on the front. And if you read oh. all the cases, I swear to God, one of them is this. Well, he wanted me to come in his dressing room, and I told him, nothing doing. Rape. That's one of the rapes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a little heavy-handed. Yeah, she, uh, she wanted to be part of the girl crew, you know, that the whole rape crew. Exactly, yeah. So it, how many it, rapes was it? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> how many legitimate Legit- rapes? I mean, yeah. like, the number they threw out was, like... 30? 50, 60 oh, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because after a while, it was just me too. It was like, I spoke yeah, to Bill yeah. Cosby once. <laughs> he leered at me. He could have raped the same girl many times, though, like 20, 30 times. Yeah, I guess he did or could have. Uh, I, I I think that he probably did some things that were illegal. Yeah. Uh, I, and I think that he, but but he also did some things that are illegal now that weren't illegal then. They weren't thought, it wasn't thought of as bad true. to give people drugs at the time. No. That was like a favor you were doing. And then have yeah. sex with them. Relax. You get Cosby dick, right? <laughs> yeah. Like he was, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a treat in that's his true. mind. It was a, but uh, we digress. Uh, so so that's how rape has changed. And, and uh, now this rape that we're talking about here. Now all uh, rape is illegal now. Rape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even like casual fun rape. Yeah, yeah. With a celebrity, uh, yeah, celebrity rape. When they outlawed that, that was the beginning. Yeah, of the end. I knew it. Yeah, so I, right. So. Okay, how do you understand the situation? The woman is, it's 3.30 in the morning, so she's either a whore or she's just, uh, you know, uh, uh, she knew the guy or whatever. She's hustling. It's 3.30 a.m. She's at Penn Station, okay? Uh, So it's either that or maybe she's the all-American girl. She's just hanging around Penn Station. Her train just got in. Uh, She was spending time with her family. So she figured, uh, well, it's 3.30 in the morning, and there's a man loitering here who would like to give me some cocaine. He doesn't want anything in return, so yeah, sure. I just, I just, I had to set a long trip on a train, you know? Yeah, why not use some coke, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I had a long train, I'd like some free cocaine. Yeah, well, yeah. why not? This, this guy's offering me free cocaine, I'm gonna, I'll take it. So that's what a lot of guys do, by the way, of course, as they hang out. It's a great tactic. Well, for bars, it's better than buying drinks. Because, see, the whole thing about the Coke thing, with drinks, you could spend $100 and a girl just leave. When you pour a bag of Coke, and now it's something. They're following you you anywhere, right? And you got to go to a closed place. You can't do it out in the open. That's where the creep factor comes in, possibly. You go into a bathroom or a stall because no one can see. You mean, like, say you have some motive, some sexual motive or something. Yeah, but they don't know. But the thing is, they have to go to (laughs) a closed space with you because it's illegal and they know they can't just do coke in the open now once you got them there thinking that because it's illegal now you rape them because no one can see right 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 you know right. It's see, okay. and, and that's pretty much what happened here except on an outdoor level so right. apparently it works also outside of train stations yeah uh you know you you wait around and 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 you say maybe some nice girl you know just coming at you you know what she looks like she could use some cocaine <laughs> and, and, and and that's what they do. They hang around and they try to give it away. Right, they don't expect anything. They're just like, would you just like some cocaine? <laughs> that's, I, I guess that's what she was thinking, right? Probably, They're just yeah. like, wow, just I can just have some. And uh, you don't want to like, oh, really? Anybody who likes cocaine understands the deal with cocaine. Anybody who's going to follow a guy to have cocaine knows that like there's something at the end of that that's to, obviously you don't have any money. He's not asking to sell you cocaine. Right. So, like, this is not victim blaming. I'm just extrapolating. You know what I mean? Like, that, that, like, maybe this isn't, because they don't mention any of that in the story. They don't say, like, well, you know, she was kind of a fucking coke whore. 
Because <laughs> you know? I guess that's uh, below their editorial standard or something. But like it, you have to read between the lines. Uh, so on the promise of free cocaine, she followed him six blocks. That's the other thing. She didn't follow him around the corner. She followed him six blocks. Like, you know, just Pied Piper shit, you know. Like, <laughs> did you say Coke? You did say Coke. Okay. Not cock, Coke. Co- what? Coke? Not okay. cock, Coke. Co- not cock? No. But it's no cock involved? Well, I know, because I don't want to, like, have to fucking do anything for this or anything now. I mean, my understanding is you're giving me Coke. Right. And it's 3.30 in the morning. So, you know. 3.30 in the morning? What are you trying to do? Get, are you out looking to, like, score? At three thirty in the morning, get some action with a nice. Now the the here's what happened. Okay, so they get to a courtyard, twenty eighth and Eighth Avenue, six blocks away from Penn Station. The rape victim, and he just raped her. That's what that's the way it's stated. And he raped her. Uh, the rape victim fled, called police to report the alleged rape. There's two things that I'm certain about. Number one is that this woman does in fact really like cocaine, and two, she didn't get any cocaine. Because <laughs> that—that's oh, why, yeah. Give her somewhat like beforehand, you know. Exactly. Or a bag of something like baby powder, just to you know get her, like a carrot in front of the donkey kind of thing. Yes, carrot oh. in front of the donkey. <laughs> in the animal kingdom, they say like some coke in front of a horror. <laughs> just that thing in front of you. Well, uh, don't don't you think? I mean, that that stands to reason, right? That what happened is they they had a little unspoken arrangement, wouldn't you say, Jacob? I mean, like yeah, you're definitely. a man of the world, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're a man of the world and Buffalo. Uh, but yeah, it would have to be the case, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think Coke leads to a lot of things happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good shirt. Mostly Coke most things. leads yeah, to yeah. a lot of things happening. Uh, sex, normally, right? Like, yeah. so, like, if you had, if the thing is, if he would have had the Coke, she had no problem fucking him, right? Okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Probably so. I think that's my but I theory. I think he ran out, or maybe didn't have any. That's that's probably was the case. He was low on blow, and uh, you know, or he just said, he just "She'll away. believe me." You know yeah. what I mean? Like you said, maybe some baby powder, maybe some kind of a right. maybe, maybe goody powders or something like she that. She wanted to try it, and he was like, "Not here. It's we're in the open, and then I'll bring you somewhere where we can be in a you know several blocks away, the dark. Yeah, in the dark alley. At and she's like, "Can you just give it to me?" But she had to know, though. Hey, look, he the point is, is that like I feel like the way the story was reported is not this. A woman was walking out of Penn Station. A man asked her if she'd like some coke. He led her to a courtyard and raped her. It's, it, it makes her sound like really blameless and really. Hey, look, not blaming, but I mean, it makes her sound like she just. I didn't know what was going on. I just thought I would try some cocaine. Is that against the law? Well, yeah. Uh, right. I, yeah. It, it, it's already like even if you try to get cocaine, they should arrest her. Yeah, she for trying to get some, cocaine. Yeah. Why? Why, is, why are you trying to go get coke? You know. Hey, if you think the Manhattan DA is not serious about lowering crime, think again. In an effort to reduce criminal cases by about twenty thousand a year, officials said the DA's office will move to decriminalize turnstile jumping and other low-level non-violent misdemeanors. Would wow. you like to know what some of those are? Possession of small amounts of crack. Cocaine oh. and oxycodone, really? sending uh, offenders to summons court and other treatment programs in an attempt to reduce criminal cases by about twenty thousand a year. Wow. Now, this is one approach to uh, you know taking care of the crime uh, problem, isn't it? It's like, hey, you know what? If we make a lot of shit kind of less illegal, then that's so American. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but... I don't know. It's that. See, like I Portugal always... has that law. 
What's that? Uh, every, uh, it's the one gram law. Anything like one gram of heroin, one gram of coke, that's your limit. You know, anything above that is illegal. And you get sent to treatment uh, instead of uh, jail. And I think Sweden, don't you guys have like a jail where it's like an island and you get to have fun if you get sent there, you know, for crimes? <laughs> yeah, it's one of the nicest no. jails in the world, yeah. No. Wait, so I, you, well, you, you're saying it like you, it's like The Bachelor or some shit, right? Where you go and like, oh, yeah. hey, this is great. You would commit crimes just to go there. Right, right, yeah, pretty much. And, and, uh, and, and now, uh, Sven, you've never heard of this? <laughs> no, I haven't. We have a show, though, that's like a, you get sent to like a TV show. That you get sent to, but that's like a, I don't know, that's not at all that. A TV you don't, show. You don't commit crime to go there. You you apply to go there. <laughs> oh, you apply. Yeah. Yeah, you send like an audition, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Oh, that's much different. Yeah, it is Harder. a lot different. I see how you could mix that up, though. Well, in Canada, they have a, if you're a heroin addict, they put, there's a program where they give you more heroin. That's a, in Vancouver, Denmark, yeah. Denmark, too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Vancouver, very liberal when it comes to, you know, the mayor's a junkie, I think. Oh, yeah, he's the crack guy? The guy who smoked crack? No, no, that's Toronto. Oh! oh that oh. guy was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, he, was, he wasn't, like, just a, a just kind <laughs> of a, a turd. He was fat, too, wasn't he? How could a fat guy? He looked like, really he looked fat, like right? Chris Farley yeah. is what he reminded yeah, me of. Yeah, I always yeah, thought yeah. he was, like, a Chris Farley kind of fun dude. Like, if you had to put him with David Spade, they could have made a good <laughs> movie together. And he could have gotten out all this political shit and just you could do what you want in show business. That's the thing about politics. It's like there's a lot of perks. At the same time, they hold you to this ridiculous standard of behavior. That's very true. And in, in show business, you can get away with everything but raping 50 women. <laughs> <laughs> that is the one thing that has proven to be utterly unforgivable. Cosby will never come back from this. If he was a little younger, maybe. But they go, what's the fucking point? <laughs> What's he going to do now? Even if we forgive him, he's just going to croak. We want him to die guilty. Isn't <laughs> that the case? He went blind. Did he go blind recently? Well, he claimed to be blind. Oh, I, yeah. I, 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 who knows? <laughs> I think it's one of those things where, like, you go, well, and I walk with a cane and I'm very harmless. You see? <laughs> Churchill? Winston Churchill? <laughs> you don't see? Yes, I always go into kind of. It sounds more like kids in the hall. Uh, now, starting uh, this September, the majority of those arrested for turnstile jumping in Manhattan will be issued civil summonses. Now, uh, turnstile jumping is not a big crime. The MTA, sure, they're going broke, and they need every nickel they can get. However, you know, whatever. People are going to jump turnstiles. But what happens is people jump the turnstile. They've got a gun on them. They catch it. They get a gun. They take the gun off the streets. That's how fucking policing works. You know, right. I mean, you catch them for a little thing. Turns out they're doing this bigger thing. Well... De Blasio says, fuck all that. We got to get the crime numbers down. So this is what the DA is doing. Cyrus Vance, I guess. I uh, have a, a good uh, just, uh, please. story uh, about... Well, uh, You're holding a mic. <laughs> a good... Um, uh, what's it called again? Uh, we used to call it just jumping. Analogy? No, no, the, the, the jump in the train thing. What's it called? Turnstile Turnstile story. jumping. Yeah. I have a good turnstile story. Well, what happened was I, I just... I used to go under when I was... I used to just slide under, you know? So then one time I, ju I jumped over one of my first times... And I flipped, and I ended up back where I started from. <laughs> and the guy in the booth was looking at me. <laughs> and then I just bought a, um, a metro card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I'm, I'm not able to do this. <laughs> Obviously. It's not for everyone. I fucked it's, up. Uh, being a criminal is hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah. The guy was just staring at you. That's funny. Great front flip. I'm imagining a cartoon kind of thing. Like it swung you around a couple of times, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's it was perfect. Fair. It was like, wow, it has happened, Mike. What do you think about this? I mean, so you've jumped the turnstile. 
you and I got better. Yeah, yeah, I got better at it. You got better at it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, one, recently, I got arrested for using a half fare Metro card. Oh, really? Yeah. How the hell did they catch that? It was decal station where no one was at, and I and I swiped it, and some lady, oh, the cop, uh, this cop from the back room. Oh, it makes a different sound, doesn't it? She, yeah, I don't know. She saw it on a computer. She came out. She's like, let me see your Metro card. And she's like, "This is, is this you? And I'm like, uh, no. And she's like, uh, are you disabled? I said, no. She's like, all right, uh, I'm going to give you a ticket. And she calls somebody, and then she starts cuffing me. I said, what happened? She says, well, apparently it says here you have a history in the trains. I said, well, what? Uh, yeah, I've got a history in the history train. Wrote a train before. Says here, you once tried to jump the turnstile. <laughs> and never made uh, it. <laughs> and then you bought this card. That was, so it's for disabled people, old people, fucked up people. Why didn't you just act fucked up? Well, I, I, I should have. I don't know. But that, You're too you know, honest. You, don't, you you figure like they deserve... You know, like I wish you would have checked my uh, ID, which I had on me at the time. You wish you would have? Well, she did. She would have. I mean, she did. Oh, right, right. There was a trick back in the day, if you knew, where you bend your card and you get a free swipe. They took those cards out. I had a, when I was 14, hmm. you could bend the, the black part and that you bend a certain way. Well, that's and then funny. You, yeah, and then and it gets you in uh, for free. Then you, and if you uh, and if you bend your card now, it takes it out of commission. Yeah, it's, it doesn't <laughs> it work. Does. Like I, I had one that just got a little bit bent. Couldn't use it. And I brought it to the guy once when they stopped doing it. He was like, well, look, I'm not stupid. You know, I see you bent. Because I was like, it's not working, man. And he's like, well, it's because you bent it. I said, well, you know. Ah, I'm not disabled or nothing. <laughs> so, hey, uh, Jacob, you live in, what's the town you live in? It's called Monmouth. Okay. and uh, South of Sweden. Okay. It's, uh, it, uh, it, it's, what's it like down there? Like, it's, Sweden is like, uh, I, everything's white, right? Y- yeah. Everything's made of <laughs> something. How, white I, how? Like, in what way? Well, snow they, or well, people-wise? People, snow, uh, cocoa, chocolates white. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Uh, it, it, but, like, crime-wise, do you have, uh, have, have you found it necessary to, like, you know, Raise the bar for what it takes to become a criminal offense, and in, in order to bring your numbers down or anything like that. No, I don't think so. So you found this to be American. Huh? Yeah, I was just thinking. It reminded me of that story where you. Uh, it was something. Uh, maybe that was South Park or something. It was the thing. <laughs> either you or maybe, South Park. But that is from America. So oh, no, it's man. some something about lowering some bar to make people not feel bad about being fat or something or it's like right yeah maybe it was that thing with the tomato sauce uh, on pizza to make like pizza or make it a vegetable I didn't think or something could be weirder than jeff katzman <laughs> yeah I was like, <laughs> that is a scrambled thought sorry man <laughs> no i love it 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 it's like the, the I, I, my brain is look weird. if i without my condescension i'm nothing yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh when you're in sweden now everybody talks about sweden the rape uh, rate is supposedly like through the roof people getting raped really? left and right by the muslims you know? okay that's what, that's, yeah. this is, yeah, what, i'm I saying guess. this is the way it's reported in you know certain news outlets here and then there's other news outlets that say there aren't any muslims in sweden except for the you know the friendliest ones uh i'm not trying to i'm just asking about your country do you see anything like that is is there any tension at all i'm probably the the worst person to ask about this because this podcast is my only news source well (laughs) (laughs) so the worst person to ask (laughs) and it's my fault and i don't get raped so okay so remember this episode (laughs) yeah and report back (laughs) on what no i don't i think yeah there's a lot of um we got a right wing movement 
rising up kind of and that is portrayed in the media because that sells like you said before Mm -hmm. and that is like and facebook is a big like i don't know it's just like it takes off on facebook and people freak out about that and it makes the news and and shit like that so it's just like one of those things that it just gets blown out of proportion Mm. Yeah, because like people want to hear about yeah, rapes that exactly. happened, and they pinpoint like my city, for example, just because it's we had that refugee thing where mm-hmm. we just took in everyone, and then we stopped doing that, and it just right. created... which which why stop if it was such a good idea? Yeah, they, that was the the right wing. Um, it was their idea for like six months before it it they stopped it. They said like we should probably close the borders because uh. <laughs> this is not gonna end well. And everyone's like, oh no, that's racist. You're racist, right? Uh. And then like six months later, shit, this is not going too well. So we gotta close the border. And that was a good idea. Like everyone was like, oh, a lot of yeah, African yeah. refugees. I right, mean, like it was him. always known for refugee asylum. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there aren't really refugees always well, because sometimes there are people who pay eleven hundred dollars to get on a boat go out far enough to where they have to be towed in by this rescue authority who brings them in now you're refugees this actually happens that's a right. system they have it's a way of you know moving populations around or whatever and, and I can't blame anybody for wanting to go to a, a place that's not Syria for Christ's sake or, right. or so. anywhere else where it's all you know where, where people argue about uh, you know biblical era shit you know what I mean yeah. land <laughs> and everything like that they're like, supposed it, it, to stop in the first safe country right though like uh, I think so. Oh, maybe. Like, yeah. yeah. And but then they, but they just like past. Yeah, they just like, Oh, you should probably go it's Sweden's way better. You should go there. <laughs> Try luck. So, okay. gets in, so so what was the difference in that six month period where, you know, they thought this is you know, I know you're fine, it's racist and when they finally said, Okay, you got a point. Yeah, I don't really know what changed or like how people the rapes. What, yeah the rape the rapes well for real i mean it was there was was it just the numbers was it that uh sharia courts were being set up like they like in london you know, <laughs> no they set up sharia courts in, in england the reason yeah. was real, like, you didn't know that yeah real sure now they're not binding but they're there what Sharia court. I mean, I don't know. I have to, have to Google, Google like this the... right now. Or, no, they. It, it's it's you know like if you belong to uh, that uh, church or whatever, then you would go to the Sharia court. And if you're called, and, and you know they're very sometimes you know communities when they're new in, in a country they're very insular and that's that's completely normal. It's like Chinatown, but they don't set up a court. You know, so wow, I'm gonna just type crazy. into the you computer found, here. You go there for for Sharia crimes or whatever. You broke Sharia law. And then, like, they punish you according to their system? Yeah, potentially, yeah, I think so. I mean, like, uh, now you could, like, seek the redress of, like, a London court or something like that, where whatever you did wasn't against the law and maybe <laughs> these people. But uh, good luck with that, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I should be shunned by the... It's okay, the so here's something from... Uh, is, 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 okay, so... Are there Sharia courts in the UK? This is a question on RadioTimes.com. I don't know if that is a reputable source, but I'm sure they don't say things that aren't true. Uh, Okay, so 3 million British Muslims not normally seen on TV. They're simple everyday lives. We're the Channel 4 documentary, blah, blah, blah. What is Sharia law? Okay, do all Muslims follow Sharia? Are there Sharia courts in Britain? Not exactly, it says. Uh, while there are many tribunals and councils dealing with Sharia, they aren't courts of law, which is what I just said. Yeah. Uh, I think that they are, uh, I mean, a tribunal and a council is a court. 
they just are going, well, they want, we'll use different words for court in the first part of the sentence uh, to distinguish it. Of course, they're not courts of law. Um, they make decisions purely on a religious basis. Some councils can use legally binding negotiation sessions to resolve disagreements between people, but they can't overrule regular UK courts. So they have legally binding shit. That is crazy. It's just secondary to UK <laughs> law. And this is like sort of an apologist type article too. I can tell now. Oh. But but and, and even at that, it still sounds crazy, right? Obviously. I don't know about that in Malmo though. But we, I know there are like doctor clinics or stuff like that where where they. Mutilate the genitals yes, of young girls. Exactly. <laughs> Which is crazy. Like my um, Peter, you know, from the shop. Right. Um, his wife used to be like a social worker. Oh, okay. And I think she uh, she was the one that heard about that. Man, that uh, is that is uh, something else. Yeah. It's well, it's nuts. big. Yeah, a lot of people come, to, uh, I, my understanding for a while, is getting hot to go to London to get to, to have that done. Or to Paris, I can't remember what, but it was like people were coming from one country to the other, you know, traveling to get that done because you can get that done there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, like, uh, women need they clits. You know what I mean? If there's yeah. one thing they need, that's like they the only thing the that settles down news horror Mandy Statmiller sometimes is to just fucking, she's got to f- do something with that clit. You know what I mean? <laughs> she feels a lot better. Sharia law. She needs to go to sh- the Sharia court. And we're going in the opposite direction here because we are uh, decriminalizing and making things summonses. Now, I, I don't. Okay, jumping to turnstiles. One thing: if you have crack, you very well may be uh, on the wrong path in life. Maybe uh, some sort of a. Uh, uh, they give you a summons to come to court if you're on crack, right? And you have some crack. Don't worry about it. Just show up in court. Uh, if you're on, if you like smoke crack, you're not going to court. Nope. <laughs> here i am what's the deal i owe how much fuck that i'm gonna spend it on crack yes. that's crazy to me that's true and and so the whole program just seems kind of designed so that they can keep saying like our crime numbers are low look at this we've brought down this a crime reduction however everything's fucked up and now my term is over have a good day you know de blasio checks in another four years this shit's gonna be out of hand you know how the homeless, uh, the, the numbers are out on that. They spiraled up another f- a crazy percent. It went from 2,700 or something like that in, in the last year. It, was it moved in, up. And it moved up to like 3,800 now. Oh, shit. This is in today's paper. And so even by that measure, and their way of explaining that was that, like, well, when we counted them last year, it was 28 degrees. When we counted them this year, it was 40 degrees, which is outdoor sleeping weather. Yeah, so I don't think that accounts for, for that many people. However, uh, the, the the city is is really you know, uh, I I don't know if you feel it. I saw a guy walking on the street. Had to be on Flocka today. Do you oh, have Flocka yeah. there in Sweden? No, what is that? Flocka is a uh, synthesized drug that basically makes you feel incredibly uh, energetic, but angry, paranoid. Uh, even murderously angry. Sounds great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's sort of like, you know. It's like uh, bath salts. It's the thinking man's PCP. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know what the buzz is. No. Uh, I think it lasts long. That's what it is. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to be really angry and paranoid, but it lasts a long time. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I bought shit like that. You might need to, you know, fight something. Maybe it's like that. Yeah, like when Hitler gave the meth to the to the to the army, you know. Hitler gave meth to the army. 
Yeah, yeah, and pervitine, that's oh, what it was called. I have heard of that before. Yes, yes. Yeah, pervitine? Yeah. <laughs> per- wow. Oh, actually sounded pervitine. Get him on some pervitine. <laughs> Try new pervitine. And it, what's cool is, well, and I, I don't know if it's cool, but towards the end of the war. <laughs> what I did war, in high school, a lot of pervitine. <laughs> Guilty of that today, actually. Sometimes girls, eh, whatever. That you were saying something better than what I'm saying. No, but what, what Hitler did is towards the end of the war, he they were like, Hitler, what, what do we do? We, we do we bigger tanks, bigger missiles. He was like, add add coke to the the, the meth, you know. The, the <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, you, you read about. If yeah, that doesn't fix that. it, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. The meth ain't working, so now add coke to it because it's not. If the meth ain't winning the war. The coke added to the meth will. Oh, that's a, out of that song uh, by Eric Clapton, I believe. That, uh, add the uh, coke to the math. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, let's do this really quick. I'm excited about what's going to happen this Saturday at 1230 because we have uh, a willing victim or, you know, a canvas, I guess I should say, who is going to be the first to get a New York City crime report tattoo. Yeah, that's right. I just didn't know if this was going to happen ever. And yeah, here it is. Cool. It's, it's upon us, the first one. Now, um, you are a tattooer. How long have you been doing tattoos? Eight years, roughly. It, yeah, yeah. And your work is amazing. What's your uh, Instagram? Black Magic Jake. Black Magic Jake. Yes. And I've put it out there before. When I heard from you guys. Now, you guys listen to New York City Crime Report in your tattoo parlor. Oh, yeah, when we tattoo, yeah. yeah. And and so, like, people are forced to listen to it while they yes. have these, their bodies permanently inked. <laughs> yeah, we've <laughs> turned a lot of people onto your show. I mean, yeah. that is the best. That is the best. You're the arrow We appreciate guy. that. What? The, uh, my friend who got shot with an arrow. Did no, no. Oh, you missed The that. crossbow, the zombie crossbow, crossbow episode. No, no, I haven't heard more that. more recent one. He's still stuck back on the Nate Fritz. Yeah, exactly. Shit. No, <laughs> I've been traveling so much the last, like, six months. I haven't, like, been at the shop for that amount of time to, That's like, catch up. you hearing about the show from there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. How did you hear about it in Sweden? I'm just curious. I don't know. I, um, I, I've just been at the, at the shop where I'm at with Peter now for, for roughly like soon two years mm-hmm. and he's been listening to it like since before that so I don't know I, he introduced it to, for me to me and now uh, Peter's still back in Sweden right now yes okay. yeah he's uh he's on holiday but yeah he's in Sweden and who was the guy that I met uh last night who he runs the shop here in town right yeah he runs uh, no idols tattoo uh, uh on bowery i guess and that's where we will be doing this tattoo no it's on uh, king's avenue tattoo it's also on bowery it's just like a couple of blocks away king's avenue yeah. tattoo. he's Boy. called john mesa that guy that you met yesterday right he, he had a lot of ink on him of course yeah a lot yeah a couple of very nice looking women too they also uh, had a lot of ink yeah. yeah they were inked over pretty good and everything looks great, though. It's not like, what do you have there? Like a Mario mushroom or something? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a mushroom. When you look at that, now, now, Jake, when you see that... That's well made. <laughs> it's simple, That's but all it's you like, can yeah. say, right? It's, it's really well very well done. Yes. Uh, well, okay, so what do you have in mind for the New York City Crime Report tattoo? Do you have any ideas? I don't know. I thought you had ideas. Well, the thing I is, I thought you said I, a logo or something. A logo maybe would be yeah. good. Uh, Do you have a logo even? Yes, of course yeah. <laughs> we have a logo. You know what? We'll go over some designs because I've got yeah. a lot. Of, I've got a lot of different shit that it could be. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't be too detailed because you know budget. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is on me. I'm paying for this. Oh shit. Yeah, I am buying this tattoo for my for my friend who. Oh, you got a guy too. I got a guy. Franklin is going to do it. All right, cool. Guy named Franklin. Where is he getting nice. it? He wants it on his leg. Oh, good. Which, I, I was like, oh, on his ass. Or oh, like, right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that that would be no, or on his lip. Yeah, we'll yeah, on the inside of his lip. Yeah, yeah. No, that seems like it would be just kind of uh, That's pointless. Just you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you... so yeah, because you don't really get anything. It just has to be a word or something. Yeah, or something super simple. Swastika. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> so you can always something have, casual. Always have Hitler in your mouth. <laughs> Well, uh, we'll see. Okay, I, I think some sort of some form of the logo, probably. Yeah. Uh, it, it, Jesus, uh, and maybe uh, like I mean, uh, maybe the slogan, you know? Yes. But then again, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, right? That would be awesome. Uh, yeah. Which is, of course, if this is your very first episode, uh, robbery, murder, rape, hilarious. Yeah. Let's just write that on him without the logo. Maybe <laughs> just all over his chest. Just Maybe like... just rape is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, rape. That seems to be. <laughs> the oh one that shit! Rape I left a couple of letters out. Oops. Well, deal with it, Franklin. <laughs> cool. He was going to get it on his arm, and then he just thought better of it. No, he no, he should. To, he should. To... I think so too. What's but a, we could leave the the slogan yeah. out. But like the logo on his arm, that would be. Probably better. It's we got to convince him. I'm, I, yeah, we'll try. Mm-hmm. I, I'm in. I'm in for trying, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> see, well, actually, he put it this way. He's like, I can get it on the leg instead, or you can find somebody. He was like, Oh, quick. oh okay. Yeah. So he, his mind is made up now. Yeah. Now, if, if Jeffrey Katzman would want to get it on his arm, oh, you know, what? you know what? We would do that for you. Yeah. Sure. What? Give it some thought, you know. I mean, mm. or decide right now. Yeah. My, my Even better. I had a bunch of plans with them, you know, to. More mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Just a forest. <laughs> Come on, you're never going back to Juvie again, man. Uh, what if I got on my ba- upper back? No? It's not That's not as cool, no. Upper Just, back. How about on the back of your neck, right? Oh, like that. one of those. Back of the shield. You don't want to. What, what are your plans for your arms that are oh, so much uh, better than fear, my logo? Fear and loathing um, with Johnny Depp melting on acid. Johnny and, uh, Depp. Well, oh, I mean, uh, what's his name? Um, you know, uh, Hunter S. Thompson, where we put, you know, the whole logo of the, you know, uh, of uh, Fear and Loathing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a guy in a pith helmet smoking a faggot cigarette, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that much. one. That's what you want. And then the other one. Uh, Hi, hello. The, uh, <laughs> the Kremlin going around my arm. The Kremlin. Okay. And like mm. a circle, like a crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, how, how do you like even a silhouette st- thing? How, how do yeah. you yeah. stand to hang around with, with me at all if you're such a communist? <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, understand. I'm a communist, anti-communist, you know? Like a spy. Double spy. Double spy. All right. The well, first real James Bond was a Russian. The Jew. first real James was Bond? a Russian Jew. To Russia from love? But, from Russia with the love? The real guy was actually a British-Russian Jew. He Well, he worked for the English, and then I think the Russians caught him, and he got killed. The, oh, you mean the real life? In real life, yeah, oh. where it originated from. Yeah, because real in real life, they just kill you. Yeah. They don't have you <laughs> hanging over a vat of some shit, you know, <laughs> with a slow yeah. laser yeah. Good creeping out to your crotch. <laughs> yeah, Stalin just like beat him with a club or something. <laughs> I remember like the, and the, the funniest one, Doctor No, was like they had this thing called the it was its big machine, right? And I don't, I forgot what it was doing, synthesizing some shit or something. It was like it says danger zone on it. <laughs> it's like something you monitor. It was the cheesiest looking shit. Oh man, man, it made me laugh. Kenny Loggins. So, hey, ex, an ex-con accused of killing a 62-year-old Brooklyn man after promising to punch the first white male I see is on trial. 35-year-old LaShawn Martin made the proclamation in Union Square before we covered this way back when, before punching Jeffrey Babbitt, who sounds like a white guy who just got punched to death. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Babbitt, yeah. I'm just down here. For, where's the Babbitt? Where'd you get that ice cream? You know, he was unconscious uh, with a pool of blood around his head and was clinically brain dead when he got into the hospital. As he was arrested, he told officers, 
uh, next white guy in uniform is going to be next. (laughs) Clearly not phased by the arrest. Now he's on trial for upgraded charges, like I said. Uh, Some sort of a manslaughter or something. It's over ice cream, you said? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's over race. It's a hate crime. See, because uh, what had happened is... Um, you know, he said, I'm going to, I'm going to punch the first white man I see. So he did. And that guy fell down and hit his head. You got to worry about that. If you punch somebody, you think like, what am I going to punch him to death? Yeah, on, then the, they on the grass down. or something. So they, they land smoothly. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, now you've killed a dude. Which I don't think this guy cares at all. We also had a cop get shot, uh, and, and, and killed, assassinated at the end. Uh, and that was, uh, I guess... Early yesterday morning, did you hear about that? The Bronx. Oh, where in the Bronx? I heard about the guy who shot out. The, you know the hospital. The guy who did the hospital. Oh yeah, fucking guy. I thought By you were the gonna, way, right? yeah, of course. Why yeah. wouldn't I? That was a crazy story. The condition of a deranged former doctor at a Bronx hospital was downgraded <laughs> to berserk. A very disgruntled ex-physician, Henry Bellow, was uh, he, he resigned already amid a sexual uh, harassment scandal. Yeah. And uh, he brought an AM-15 semi-automatic tactical rifle to Bronx Lebanon Hospital. Yes. Let's get that detail out of the way. (laughs) Uh, Last Friday, which he used to gun down a physician and wound six others before killing himself. He had to make shorter lab coats, you know, so he could see what's going on. Yeah, halter top lab coats if it takes. They had jobs. That's why they can hide all that shit under there. Well, you know, that's what I'm worried about is that these Times Square mascots eventually are just going to have Uzis in each hand. Yeah, or just blow up. And just mow everybody down. They could have suicide vests or anything. Who the fuck knows what's in there? Yeah, you never know. Now, the 45-year-old Bellow unleashed the wrath of blended, distilled resentments drawn from a deep well of pain and anger, filtered through a sick and violent mind. It was generally agreed that Henry Bellow was a problem employee at Bronx, Lebanon. Besides the sexual harassment allegations, he'd threatened several hospital employees. And I'm quoting now from uh, Dr. Maureen Quankum. She said of Bellow, when he left, he promised to come back and shoot one of the residents. He said the resident will never graduate and become a doctor because he will kill him before he has the opportunity. Now, what do you think he meant by that? <laughs> that seems like a red flag to me. Yeah, yeah. He, Don't you get arrested much, for shit like that? Especially, uh, you know, in a, in a place like that. I mean, I, my, my thing is just like... Uh, this, shit, this kind of shit know. never happens on St. Elsewhere. You know? I mean, imagine you're going in there with a gunshot wound trying to get treated... And then you come in and some guy is shooting up the fucking face. Yeah, not your lucky day. Your day to die. He did shoot one patient. Uh, he shot one patient. He killed killed, killed a physician, uh, and he uh, and he wounded a few others that are that are badly wounded. Uh, some of them five or six. They are clinging to life. Six six wounded in all, and one killed. So it was a one pick six, and a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, when you th- now the man wonders why me. Uh, that's this is a Cameron Ahmad. He said uh, he not uh, he, he's not only after me. He's after a lot of people. He had a problem with almost everybody. So I'm not the only one. That's why they fired him because so many people complained. The strange thing was that he was nice with me. Added Ahmed, who specializes in the early detection and treatment of dementia. Well. That's certainly odd, isn't it? He, said, like, he had a list someplace where he wanted to kill this guy. He threatened him by phone. He threatened him by messages. Uh, he, he threatened to harm four other people working at the hospital. Uh, he was also previously convicted in connection with a sex offense in 2004. This is a doctor. Uh, but a plea bargain allowed him to obtain a special waiver to continue working in the medical field. 
And before the attack, he calmly walked a mile and a half to the hospital, walked a mile and a half with that AM-15 hidden under his white lab coat. But what does the AM stand for? Is it AM? Not stands AR. for, no, it's not an AR, oh, it's AM. AM. It stands for Anderson Manufacturing. And Anderson Manufacturing offers uncompromising quality and value in the AM-15, an optics-ready, semi-automatic rifle design manufactured and assembled in Hebron, Kentucky. That's right, American quality. The 16-inch chromoly vanadium M4 contour barrel, I know these terms. Oh, yeah. With flash hider delivered, oh, flash hider, I know what that is. He delivers 1.8 rate of twist rifling. 1.8 rate of twist. Fucking Katzman. <laughs> what do you think of that? That's pretty damn good. That's better than you get from a crossbow. Yeah, definitely. Now, uh, it, the, the, the uh, steel match-grade match trigger, stainless steel match-grade trigger and hammer ensures reliable operation, and it even comes equipped with six-position adjustable buttstock. Wow, so he can jump. Just straight. like the wife. A2 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, handguard, standard height, a Picatinny rail, High-rise gas block and detachable ten or thirty-round magazine can hold up to thirty rounds. And he only killed six people. Only six. Well, hey, this guy only fire at one point. But he only bought the. Hold on a second. (laughs) What? Would you just hold the fuck on? (laughs) Sorry. Follow the conversation, Mister Bomb Dropper. Yes, he he brought in some gasoline. He set a thing on fire. Whatever. He tried to burn himself up. Uh, So like. what the, the deal with his gun, he bought it like a week before. He was not a marksman. He just bought it. He yeah. literally had the box in his apartment that he that it came in. <laughs> well, that's why I didn't know about So, I mean, gas. like, that's pretty good shooting. Oh, I thought he shot something and then got himself on fire. That's how it happened. I, you just told me something I didn't know. Yeah, that happens when I fucking have all the shit in front of me. It's my <laughs> show. I know everything. You know nothing. Uh... By the way, this is Cabela's website I'm looking at, and and you won't oh, believe that you're not going to believe the price. It's Cabela's. It's the pre it's the premier name in outdoor shit. Wow. Regular price five hundred sixty nine dollars. You know what the price is four hundred ninety nine ninety nine. Wow. Ninety nine. Good deal. Yeah. For- out of eight reviews for for that gun for the AM fifteen. Oh, that's cheap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you we could we could each get one right now. Yeah. And I got uh, that much money on me. Act out like the Reservoir Dogs or something. But out of six reviews, <laughs> it received four point three out of five. This is a, an excellent, an excellent gun. But just what I say, if it was not such a good gun, he might have had trouble killing so many people or, or shooting so yeah. many people. He killed one, you know. The way it happened, he came in. And he's like, uh, "Hey, you," and it was this. He's like, "Why didn't you help me when I had my problems?" Because the the guy he was coming for, that I'm mad, I'm mad guy, he was. Uh, he was off that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> he was off. Wow. Yeah. He's a first day off in three weeks or some shit, you know, working around the clock. And then this guy, was, he's like, uh, well, then you, you know, and he just and he shot at him, oh, and he ran no. up the 16th floor. 16th and 17th floor is where he, all the carnage happened. There's a great picture of him. I don't know if you've seen it, but this great. guy. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a great picture of this guy who, because uh, it's great because he's dead. <laughs> and it's uh, and it's cool that they caught all this uh, carnage here. How'd he die? With the... Well, I'll tell you how he died. He he tried to set himself on fire. Didn't work out. <laughs> so he shot himself oh, with the trusty, good. reliable AM-15. Even good for suicide. Wow. Yeah. You can Apparently even so. murder yourself. That's his best shot right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. 
did it without a target. He locked himself in a room and just. Uh, and he so, aimed well. And then he came crawling out into the hallway. No way. He <laughs> yeah. didn't kill himself instantly. Well, no. Nah, he shot he, himself in the he, artery. He shot himself in the chest or something, and then crawled out. Why like, would Ugh. you do that? Like, why would you shoot yourself in the chest? Why not that? Like the face or something. It's probably a uh, small room. Small shooting yeah. yourself in the <laughs> face is so counterintuitive. I thought you were gonna <laughs> say <laughs> 2014. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that's so 1945. You know? That is that is the old shit. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Shout out a bunch of his old guys. Well, I'll tell you more about that. I'm sure a couple more. They they really like to just uh, milk all the fucking details. I'll be telling you next episode about a guy who sat three months in jail over having drywall. They said it was coke, and it was drywall. <laughs> They said at first it tested positive. Oh, we'll talk about it. His name's Carlos Cash, and he's not happy about it. He doesn't seem as eager to file a lawsuit as I would be. I'll tell you that right now. He so, thought his, his wall was full of coke, or they thought? The cops thought it. Oh. They, you know, he's like, it was, it was uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, dust. <laughs> <laughs> Kathman, you performing anywhere? Uh, <laughs> okay, didn't think so. Maybe, no, uh, place called Black Cat Cafe, maybe Friday. I think. Maybe Friday. Yeah, okay. I'll be there Friday. That's uh, a fucking eight, right there. Eight, if eight you're not there to see Jeff Katzman on Friday, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be out in time. If it is, you can catch me this weekend. Yes. There's no way it's going to be out. Seventh and eighth, I'll be at McGuire's, uh, and uh, this, uh, watch this come out on the fucking ninth or some shit like that. Where's you know, that at? Right? McGuire's is way up in the uh, Suffolk. So if you're on Long Island, you know, hey, Bohemia. Uh, represent. Come out and see me if you're a New York City Crime Report fan. Also, Compound Media, please, hey, watch the fucking show. It's fun to watch, and it's very cheap. It's like, like if it's 6 $7 a month to have thousands of hours of entertainment. We're about to do our 100th episode now. 100 episodes that you could watch. And I've had some great guests. Michael Dowd from the 7-5. He's been on a couple of times. Uh, you know, and, and uh, other, you know, criminals I've had. <laughs> Michael Dowd actually came here. Michael Dowd was here, yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. Really? Yes. I want to meet him, shit. You want to meet Michael Dowd? Yeah. Why? Like that old crazy, do- you know, that was such a cool documentary. It was a cool documentary, yeah. Yeah, that guy 7-5. Was... You haven't seen it, check out the 7-5. Also, The Enemies Within. Can't recommend it enough. I'm not going to say anything else about it. Check it out if you want. But uh, Enemies Within. And, uh, and, and I'm excited about this tattoo. Oh, Jacob yeah. Wyman. If it's cool enough, I'll fuck. It's if it's really really cool. This, you know, I'll, I'll put it on my arm. Well, it's gonna be cool. Of course. Okay. Okay. Are you gonna put it? Are you serious about this? Because I don't want. I don't want you to just say it just for the fucking. I, I, all right, my, can you guys like just? I don't want to be a picky little bitch, but I just like. You just want to see it first. I, I, yeah, just see how it looks. Well, yeah, I'm sure he'll sketch out a design and get your approval. Yeah. See what you have. Yeah. Like the. Well, yeah, and he's obviously not gonna be like, well. Whether you like it or not, this is what's going on yeah. your arm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah, you yeah. do get uh, end approval, I think. That's the tattoo oh, way, yeah, right? Of course, yeah. And and so, uh, again, Black Magic Jake on Instagram. Is it over? And uh, your, your, hey, let's uh, shout out the uh, tattoo parlor back home. What's that? What's Mama it? Classic Tattooing. It's uh, called. Okay, one more time. Mama Classic Tattooing. How do you spell the name of your town? M A L M, and then a Swedish letter. It's an O with two dots over it. So it's, it's called uh Malmo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It sounds like uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Malmo always yeah. said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for being here. Thank you. And the look forward to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Well, 
find out how to get extra content and bonus material from this and other shows, go to patreon.com slash patdixonnyc. Check it out. Support New York City Crime Report. Go to patreon.com slash patdixonnyc. A lot of racial shit this year. A lot of racial shit. <laughs> White people are crazy. Ah, uh, fuck.